This is the Average to Savage podcast with Paul Garino. Everyone and anyone, athletes, celebs, and much more. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Average Savage podcast. Our special guest today is Clifford Taylor the Fourth. Clifford, how's it going? I'm good, man. How you doing? Good. I appreciate you coming on. I know we've been trying to uh, book our schedules together, and we finally made it happen, so I'm glad you're finally here. Yeah, it's football season. It's a busy time for us all. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I know. So I know you were a walk on at at uh, Florida. Just tell me about like how you how you got there, and then um, like when did you start making content? Yeah, so I so I got I got to UF for for school because I grew up I grew up uh, actually playing basketball. Never played football prior to Florida, so. Grew up hooping. I was always very book smart, so I got in for school. Tried to walk on for basketball. Obviously, that didn't that didn't work out, and so I I just started playing, you know, the intramurals, intramural basketball, and then I started playing intramural flag football, and then I just one night decided to, to go for like five touchdowns, and a player just happened to be there, and he, uh, his name's Robert Clay, a good guy. Um, so he he asked me if I ever thought about playing, kind of like a coach would. A coach would when they see someone that's like six feet and over. So he asked me if I ever thought about playing, and I was just like, like "Nah, man, I got football. Ain't really football. Ain't really my thing." And so uh, he just pretty much gave me gave me just the insights of what it's like because he was he was a walk on too. And so that week just led up. I think it led up to LSU. We played LSU, and that was when we that was actually you know it was crazy. I think that's the last time we beat them too, twenty eighteen. And so I just did, I just did like a little glance around the stadium and I was just like, you know what? You only live college once. What the heck? If I don't make it, at least I can say that I, that I tried. And so from that, really from that, from that day, I just started, you know, just like working out a lot more training, finding like local trainers. Cause at that point, man, I was about 200 on a good day. I was, I was very, very skinny. So Started building connections with the staff, the players, and that's one thing you just have to do. It's all about who you know and you know what they know and things like that. So I just started building a rapport, building connections. And so started training and fast forward to February 2019, still my sophomore year. We try out. It's on, it, and the thing is, it was so kept under the rug and so low key that it was only, I want to say, four of us that tried out. And only two of us made it, me and, me and my uh, other buddy, Mike Weir. Uh, he actually, it's funny, he actually tried out for DB, but he ended up being a running back. But, um, yeah, so next thing I know, I tried out. It was like 40 minutes, and and 40 minutes later, they're like, yeah, like, we'll have you on the team, but your schedule kills you. And I was like, what do you mean? And they basically said that my schedule interferes with the times that they had, you know, spring ball, meetings, lifts, and all that. So I was like, I was like, crap. So I got to wait. So does that mean I got to wait till fall, summer? They're like, no, 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 you'll, you'll start in the summer. So I was like, cool. So... Fast forward summer, I'm there. Summer 2019, going into my junior year, I'm there. And and everything was just like, just so, you know, brand spanking new. I mean, like those playbooks looked like PlayStation cheat codes when I first saw it. And, you know, initially, initially I was intimidated by everybody, but then sometimes I had to remind myself, like, dude, you're like, you're, you're kind of like, you're, you're big like these guys, like you're 66 and in the 230 range at that time. So I was, I was definitely very soft-spoken, very shy when I first got there. And, and so yeah, training camp went. I ain't gonna lie to you, it was hell. It, it was hell because it was like it was all brand new to me. You know, I I I I never knew what helmet to helmet contact was until about day two or three of camp, and I was like, man, this is 
this this ain't no joke. This this ain't no joke. And so, uh, yeah, training camp training camp was long, but lo and behold, when it was over, it was it was it was just beginning of something I never would have thought possible. And so, season goes on, it's going really well, and then someday in November, uh, November of that year, so I think it was like the week before we played Florida State, if I'm not mistaken. Made a, I made I made just a random video talking basically talking about the stereotypes of um of a of a college walk on and initially I didn't even like TikTok at first I thought it was just a Vine ripoff so I figured I figured it would have been gone by now and so like I said I made one little video and that's when I still had my notifications on and so man I woke up the next day and my phone was like like blazing hot like take it out of the oven hot. And I was like, yo, what is good with my phone? And then I just thought I was just scrolling, just scrolling for like three, four, five minutes. And I was like, this has got to be a glitch, right? And so I go on, I go on TikTok and then it says like 200, 200K on the bottom. And I was like, what is 200K? Is that, is that views? Is that likes? And because I, I was, I, I was still brand new to the app, so I, I didn't get it. And so I was like, okay, I'm guessing it's views. And it, every time I refreshed, it just kept going up kept going up and I was like, oh snap. And so then uh <laughs> word got around to the locker room. I don't know how. And uh, I remember Freddie Swain, he he looked at me and he was like, hey yo, Cliff, what what's this thing you do? And I was like, I was like, what are you what are you, talk, what are you talking about? And then he kind of did like the gesture I was like looking. It was either clockwise or counterclockwise. I don't remember. But he was like, what's that thing you do? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and so I, I just I just let it I let it sit. I let it sit for like really a good couple weeks. And then Got bored one day because it was like I think it was during Orange Bowl prep. No one was on campus, so I just I just made another video. Boom, viral. Made another video. Boom, viral. Like I said, I thought it was a one-hit wonder type of thing, and I was like, oh, we might have something here. And so I just kept you know I kept making videos for fun, and the more I was making videos, the more, and the more I would go on campus, the more I would start getting like recognized from it. And so I was like, oh snap, like this could. This could be something. I, I I have no idea yet, but this could be something. And so fast forward to my senior year. That's when obviously that's when COVID happened, 2020. So so that's when I had all the time in the world to make videos. When COVID, I was making videos dang near every day, it seemed like. And then I, I then I did one that like really kind of like brought me into the stratosphere. It was um it was like a pregame one. It's like what you're listening to versus what you're actually listening to. And I think it was like, it started off with like hip hop and then it, then it went to um, one of those big time rush songs. And then that thing just, that thing just took a life of its own. It was everywhere. And then that's what really kind of like set my TikTok career, like set in stone. And so once that happened, kept making videos. And by that time it was time to go back to, back to uh, training camp. Cause we were going to have like a, like a 10 games, regular SEC us season. And so I think around that time I had just hit 100K or 200K, 200K, one of the two. I don't, I don't remember. But, um, but yeah, I just, I just kept making videos. And as that season went on, it was, it was kind of up and down. But as that season went on and the season was ending, I was like, okay, I got to figure out what I'm going to do, you know, once my college football career is over. Because this social media stuff don't last forever. It, it doesn't. And I, was a graphic, and I was a graphic design major, so I always wanted to work around sports sports media in some sort of spectrum i just didn't realize it would be social media i was always thinking like graphic design creative media that was the avenue i wanted to go but then i then i signed uh with my agent mike raymond in i believe late march early april of 2020 
And he he told me in the meeting, because you know how sometimes like when agents, they'll just tell you anything that sounds good. But he, he but he was up and he was like brand new in the game, up and coming at the time. And I, I could just tell by the way he was speaking that he like he genuinely like believes that I can do this long term. And thank God I listened. Thank God I believed in him. Thank God I listened to him because it, the stuff that I've done this year is just like it's it's unbelievable. I'm still trying to figure it out. But um, so yeah, my uh college my college ball career ends, and so now I'm trying to like build connections and and, and you know the sports world, and then uh, I end up doing like a six week mentorship program with with Wilson Sporting Goods. They had this like little um, it was supposed to be for NIL, but NIL stalled until that summer. So basically all we had to do was do research on potential athletes to partner with further down the line, do a whole presentation in front of the Wilson board. And that was it. I mean, those six weeks, they came and went and then they had some connections at the LA Rams. And so I got in contact with them. And before I even got an interview, I, I reached out to about, I want to say four or five different people that worked there. Cause I figured I wanted to build those relationships so I can get a couple steps ahead in the interview process. And so, it all worked out, uh, ended up, you know, ended up uh, three days after graduating, going to L.A., packing my stuff and, you know, working for the Rams. And then the Rams won the Super Bowl that year, which was like, like, come on now. <laughs> it's crazy to look at now because they're they're not nearly as good as they were that year. I mean, that year was just like magical. Uh, had some ups, had some downs. Majority of them were ups, but um, I – End of the day, I knew I was an East Coast kid, so I wanted I, I definitely wanted to, to move back to the East Coast. And before I did, uh, some people at the NBA reached out to me. Uh, actually, backtrack. So I actually had an interview with the NBA before the Rams, actually, but they were looking for someone to start right away. So I couldn't do that because I was I was still I was still in school. So as soon as I posted that I was leaving the Rams, the same people that hit me up about the NBA, they asked me to like, yo, you want to work for us? And I was like absolutely because you know basketball is like my main sport still like I'm more known for football obviously but basketball is my basketball is my game and so when they told when they told me I got that job and I got that offer I I honestly I was so happy I didn't even care how much they were paying me I was like give me give me give me that email me that contract I'm signing it on the spot and so I was only home for about two weeks and this you know I had to pack my stuff Go back up to or go up to uh, New Jersey, and New Jersey, uh, I feel like it's very, very slept on. I I loved I loved living in Jersey. I loved it. It was right. It was right there. Um, I was right there by the Holland Tunnel to get to New York City. Uh, I was working in the Secaucus Building. It was not. Nah, it was. It was such. It was such a time. And I think the biggest difference between between them and the Rams is that the NBA they they didn't treat me. They didn't treat me like I was like an influencer or a content creator. They treated me like I was one, just like one of the guys, which, which is what I always wanted. I never wanted, wanted, you know, special treatment, no matter who or, or where I worked for. And so they made it, they made it so easy for me to just, you know, be myself, create content. But I always said work comes first. Once I, once I knock my work stuff out, then, uh, then I'll take care of, you know, personal branding stuff. So um, last year, this is last year. So, was able to go to the Super Bowl and the finals all in one year, which is like, th- those were like bucket list things for like when I'm in my thirties, you know, forties. But the fact that the fact that I did it all at 23 years old is 22, 23 years old. It, it was just like, I'm like I said, I'm still, I'm still trying to figure it out. But um, yeah, fast forward to around the beginning of, of this year, 
So one of my one of my partners, Shop GLD, who, who I'm sure you've seen me like do giveaways with like athletes, coaches, and things like that. So they're one of my partners, and they were also a partner of the NBA, which sort of led to like like a conflict of interest, if you will. And so um, I pretty much told my GLD rep, and he came back with like a mega deal, and I was like, I can't. I can't, I can't say no to this. I can't say no to guys. I just, I just did the quick math and I was like, okay, that's a, that's a tad. No, that's a lot more than the NBA. I always wanted to do my own thing at some point, but it's just going to happen a lot earlier than anticipated. So I told the NBA, I was like, Hey, I appreciate you guys dearly. Cause I did, I did not want to leave. I did not want to leave the NBA. I had, I had so much fun. The season is long, but I wasn't even thinking of it like that. Like, I genuinely watch basketball all the time. So it was just so fun to just kind of sit and watch and create content for the NBA for a living. And like I said, that was, that was just such, that was such a wonderful time. And it really, the Rams and the NBA, they really kind of shaped me, shaped me into how I'm doing content now. Cause I treat, I treat my content nowadays, like a, like a genuine business. Like I sit down every day, write a bajillion ideas down, make a bunch of ideas. I'm probably going to make some, make some videos after I'm done here and then just like execute them. I schedule them, plan them out. And if breaking news happens, I try to be first. I try to all. I try to always be first. And so, a lot of the lessons and things that I learned working in the Rams and the NBA, that's very instrumental in why I decided to go to go my own route. And and safe to say, thank thank God that it's um that is that has worked out so far. I mean, this fall I've done, golly, let's see, I've done, when I've done Wendy's, Auto Trader. Uh, I just wrapped up some stuff for DoorDash, Sunday Ticket, Outback Steakhouse, like like the like the list goes on. And so I'm just I'm just like in full disbelief. But I I, I keep telling myself I'm like, yo, I gotta keep this ball rolling. You gotta keep don't don't get content. Keep this ball rolling. So so yeah, the last two or three years has just been a roller coaster of roller coasters. Yeah, yeah, no, it's been cool too. Just watching you from afar. Like I don't I don't remember exactly how I found it. I think well one. I grew up like a Florida Gators fan, even though I'm from Connecticut, but they didn't, they, they rejected me. So then after that, I threw it all the, all the stuff under my bed. But anyways, uh, from there, I, I just remember seeing your page on TikTok and then I just started following you. And I like your content. And then, yeah, I've been seeing your, your blow up since, and it's been dope. And that, that's why I wanted to get you on the podcast, but yeah. And I think that's cool too. Cause I think even with a lot of content creators, it's cool that you did get some like job experience just to see what it's like. Cause I know some, co uh, some content creators just go, just don't even, have any work experience or just go straight and then you got to like, implement all that stuff too and that like that's dope um yeah that's like crazy and this all been like in a year like three years span like it's nuts um, yeah like going going back to the football side like that's crazy that you like so you never played any organized football before college no that's crazy <laughs> that's crazy and then you're just on the florida gators that's crazy yeah which is like it's like what like that's that's I'm, like I said, man, I'm still I'm still trying to figure it out. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Um, I guess like um, what are what are some of your like new goals since you since you just mentioned like your bucket list and things like 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 that that you already like crossed off things that you were saying that you thought you would do when you were older. Yeah, definitely trying to crack more into um into the YouTube scale. I've been posting a lot more on there. I tell you what, man, though, a lot of people don't realize this, but um, Snapchat pays well they pay well man i mean i because like i because i just started like i just started posting my content just like everywhere just to, just to hope that like okay like maybe i'll 
uh, grow an audience on this platform, but I won't really pay super close attention because like TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube, those are the big three. And then I remember I just was scrolling one day and my and I had like over 200 new notifications. And it was just from people that were following me on Snapchat. And I was like, I was like, because I was like, I know I don't have this many friends on Snapchat. And I'm like, where are these 200 people coming from? And I would look and it would just be like, hilarious, go Gators, Lakers need a center, yada, yada, yada. And they would, I mean, it would just blow up. And then I was like, wait, how many followers do I have on here? And then I looked and I was like, oh, 90K. <laughs> so, so, that's, so that's when I started paying more attention to it. And then I had, I had a notification pop up days later saying that like you're eligible for, you know, monetization and things like that. And I was like, oh, cool. So, so I'm, th- I'm thinking it's like a couple, couple hundred bucks. Oh, it's in the thousands. It's 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 in the thousands. So I was like, oh man. And I'm and I'm just thinking, okay, once I once I crack this YouTube thing, lights out. Lights out. It's over. So definitely posting a lot more on YouTube, trying to like break into that scale. Next year, I'm definitely looking to go more into like streaming, gaming, just to kind of show my versatility as a creator. Definitely. Yeah, and I definitely I definitely want to do some like story time content because one of my excuse me, one of my favorite creators is um Swoozy and he does like YouTube, he does like YouTube animations and they they are absolutely hilarious and I think I have enough stories in my life t- lifetime to make some, you know, animations out of it. Plus I have a little background in graphic design so it won't be it won't be super complex for me. So I definitely want to break um much more into the YouTube scale and yeah, man, I just, I um you know, hopefully, hopefully I can get invited to a couple more uh, NFL games, NBA games next year. You know, All Star events, sporting events, because I'll watch anything, man. Like I, like I, I love all sports: basketball, football, baseball, hockey, lacrosse, soccer. Like I, I love it all, man. And I just, I just love sports. And I think being a creator really made me realize how much I genuinely love sports. Because you could say the traditional football and basketball, but it's like when you're surrounded by so many other outlets and so many other spectrums and so many other creatives. It really makes you. It really garners a new appreciation for those sports as well. Like I'm, I'm really cool with one of the um heads of um the lacrosse PLL lacrosse league. His name's RJ, and he's like the he's like the destroying of lacrosse. And so we, so we, we become very close. And so he kind of gave me the inside scoop on the new um the new PLL teams like months before they announced it. And so he hooked me up with some like Carolina Chaos gear. Shout out to him and the Chaos, but um. But yeah, no, it's just it's just it's just really cool just being just being not just a football creator, but a sports creator just at large. Yeah, like I'm not I'm not big into lacrosse, but I follow that too, and I've seen like their branding and stuff. Like they make me want to like look at it because like all the stuff right. they do is like cool. Like they're doing, yeah, they're killing it. Um, is so is YouTube so on a scale of like getting paid is like YouTube still king? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, word. Yeah, yeah. Cause I seen, I seen, I seen people always talk about Snapchat too. I just don't, I, well, I seen like the little, uh, like there's like little series on there now too, as well. It's like, yep. it's, it's, series. Crazy, yep. I don't know, it's crazy how many outlets, like I actually last night I was literally, so for my podcast, I have all these clips. I, I never posted on TikTok and, uh, YouTube shorts. And I, I was like, yo, I'm going to test this out last night. I think I posted a six, like six in a row purposely. Just, I just wanted to see what would happen. Then it like, it did pretty well. So then I go to bed. It was like, I don't know. It was probably like midnight and I did it again. And those ones just tanked. And I was like, okay, probably, it's probably just like too late. So it's just like funny to see 
like i don't know it's just like funny to see all that stuff and it's just like crazy how many different platforms are and that's why too i'm just like you know, i have so many clips that i still haven't put out because of these new like things that like youtube shorts was hasn't been around for that long so i like i never put out any of them until whenever it came out so i don't know it's just a crazy social media is crazy like ever in instagram i'm sure you just pop up and then you just see like brand new things on the settings and i'm just like what the hell is this <laughs> yeah it's, de- it's definitely definitely wild i'll say that yeah what a um like which uh <clears throat> i guess like what kind of content do you do enjoy doing the most hmm i would say i've i've garnered a new appreciation for lifestyle but as of late man i, I i've really been enjoying making these basketball skits man I mean, these basket. I mean, there's been so much just chaos already happening this year. Obviously, obviously with with Draymond, with with, with Dylan Brooks, with with Russ, and even even Curry and Clay and all these all these other folks. And it's like there's so much happening, and so I think it's good because before, like even last year for me, it was like it was straight football. Like I, for some reason, I could not crack the basketball code, even when I was working for the league. I couldn't, I couldn't crack that code. I don't know why. And then, then I started doing the whole um, Lakers need a center stuff. And and then that's when it like, really, that's when like the basketball side started, like started coming in. And I was like, cool. So I got football and I got basketball. Let's make some shape with both of these and also blend in a little bit of lifestyle and, you know, some stereotypes here and there. Uh, but yeah, I, I definitely enjoy basketball a lot now. Um, I haven't I haven't really done a football one in a couple of weeks. I got to get back into it before the season ends. But um, one guy I one guy I I look up to to this day. I mean, he's a friend now. But yeah, uh, Scooter Magruder. I mean, he he was a YouTuber. I used to watch him since I've watched him since I was, golly, like 11, 12 years old. Like me and my buddies, we used to watch him religiously. And so he's definitely someone that I idolize and look up to as far as like just being a creative because he's just naturally and authentically funny. Like he doesn't curse, doesn't do anything. He's just genuinely funny. And so I definitely try to emulate my creative ideas and my creativity, like based off of like what he's doing. He's definitely a big inspo. Him and Swoozy, they go hand in hand for me. But um, but yeah, for now, I definitely enjoy basketball. And not to mention the team right next door to me, the Magic right now, they balling. So, so yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a good time to be around here in Orlando. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I love their their throwback jerseys, too. Oh, man, I got to get one. I, I got to get one. I keep telling myself I'm going to get one, but, yeah, I got to get one. I got to get one. For sure. Uh, do you, you make your own graphics? So I did, um, but then when I realized Mike has has his own personal designer, I was like, okay, I'm gonna leave, <laughs> I'm gonna leave it all to him. I'm gonna leave it all to him. But my like my logo and all that stuff, I de- I designed myself. Um, I still I still doodle in the graphic design stuff, uh, you know, for fun nowadays. But yeah, right now it's just been skits, skits, and more skits. So yeah, like I'll do it. Like if I'm if I'm on the plane or something and I got nothing going on, I might I might make a couple things here and there. But um, but yeah, not nearly as much as like last year or the year before. Yeah, for sure. Um, <clears throat> yeah, what is it? What has it been like? Um, you know, going full time content creator. It it definitely gives you a new perspective and appreciation for this um for this spectrum You're an of media now. Yeah, yeah, and 
And one of the things that, and this is why I appreciate my family for this too, is because a lot of times creators, they just go in empty minded, just thinking like, okay, I'm going to make videos, make money and just like live my life that way without realizing like everything that comes with it. Like you're making money and then there's going to be a little thing called internal revenue service that comes calling in April or every three months, depending on how you want to pay them. And it's like, okay, you gotta, you gotta start making some smart decisions with your money. Like I'll be one to say like last year I was terrible with my money. And I learned the hard way when I had to pay like, what was it, like six, seven K in taxes? That was brutal, man. That was brutal. And it was so bad. I'm like, man, is this even worth it? They gonna take my money, but it is, trust me, the opportunities and all that, it is. I look at money a whole lot different. Uh, a good buddy of mine, uh, Eli Mack, who's a who's a big time YouTuber, we uh, we were in the House Islands Creator League together. And so we, we would chop it up and we would just start talking about just like money. We would just start talking about like how we spend our money, how we you know save our money, our IRAs and all these other things. Like me and Eli, we're definitely a lot smarter with, with our money than in the past because we uh it was funny because I would talk to him. I was like, what would you spend your money on? Just out of curiosity. He's like, man, earrings, jewelry. You know, I got my car and all that. And I was like, well, I didn't get the car yet, but you know, <laughs> I, I feel you with the jewelry. And so, so yeah, I just, I definitely look at money a lot different now. And so that was really, that was really actually, it was a goal of mine, but I didn't even realize it until this year. Like when I implemented hashtag the Clipper show like years ago, that was just sort of my identity. And then this year I was like, okay, no, I got to turn that into something like serious, like a business. So that way, like whenever I'm doing all these travels and I'm having all these expenses and all that, I can have them right there in front of me. So when it comes tax time, I can put those deductions in like, yo, I spend money on X, Y, and Z. I spend money on this, I spend money on that. Donated money to, you know, UF, donated money to Red Cross. So it's really just about like looking at things different and it, it teaches you how to grow up quick. That's one thing that people don't realize, realize like you grow up very, very quick. Especially if you're making a million dollars at 18, like these little D'Amelios or Addison Rays do. So, yeah. Yeah, no, no, for sure. I think that that's like one thing, like, hate to say, like, you know, college and whatever, that, that's like something that they don't really teach you, you know, open up LLC, get your business going. Mm -hmm. If you're, I mean, that's why I think it's kind of weird too. Like, I think there is like more, I mean, maybe it's different now. I don't know. I've, uh, I graduated college like 10 years ago now. So, uh, but, you know, like, things like that like they don't they always you know they always want you to go get a job and stuff it's not like go be entrepreneur mm -hmm. and open up your own business and things like that so yeah that, i mean you're really young still so learning that young you're you're gonna be set uh but yeah that's dope like i think uh, that's good just for in general for people just to know that stuff because i think that even just like taxes and all that's so like i still don't fully understand it but like i get it way more than i did you know five years ago two years ago now so uh, yeah, i don't I don't get it and I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. Yeah. There's a, yeah, you could go, I could go down a loophole about like, if they know how much we're getting, like, why do we even have to file taxes? Right. <laughs> I think about it in that perspective too, sometimes. And I'm just like, whatever, like we're just going to keep on rolling with it. <clears throat> um, but yeah, so I know you, you mentioned like you work with a lot of brand partners and things like that. Is there any, is there any like dream brand partners you want to work with? Yes. Oh, yes. Dream one, because I already got, I already did one. Gatorade was great. But my next dream one, my next dream one is Beats by Dr. Dre. Beats by Dre. Either Beats by Dre or wait, no, because it's it's not even. They don't even. It's Apple now. So 
Yeah, I still, yeah, I, I, I'll still do Beats by Dre. Beats by, Beats by Dre or Sprite. Sprite's my favorite soda, so I'll do Sprite. Because I already, I already, I already did the food one with Wendy's. Um, it was crazy because like when they told when they asked me if I wanted to do stuff with Wendy's, I didn't even hear the amount that they that they were paying. I was just like, Wendy's? I'm like, yeah, Wendy's. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, nah. So yeah, definitely Sprite or Beats by Dre. Yeah, or 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 AT&T, you know, if they want to hook it up with a little little, little iPhone 15, you know. <laughs> there you go. That's what that's what that, that's what people um like too, like because I work with athletes too, and I always just like, yo, tell me what you exactly like, like because then it's like easier, like. And I and I love the Marshawn exa- Marshawn Lynch example, like him eating Skittles, and he's the first ever. I think he was the first ever person to get sponsored by Skittles. Like that was awesome. Yeah, no, I know, I know, I know. If anything, I know Destroyed and AJ Green probably gonna get beats before me. But hey, hey, we just we just looking look looking ahead. We just trying to see the bigger picture for sure. Um, all right, I got some fun questions for you to wrap it up. Um, who would who would you want to do a jersey exchange with in the NFL? In the NFL, in uh, the NBA, current, we'll do one of each. Current, past, present, or just present? No, we'll just do all time. We'll just do all time. All time. So NFL all time. Um, Cam Newton, Cam New- Cam Newton or Steve Smith, one of those two, and then um, NBA. God rest his soul, Bean, Kobe, Kobe. Either actually, actually Kobe or Curry, Kobe or Steph Curry. Yeah. All right. What's your uh, What's your favorite food? Favorite food? Ooh. Um, or like meal? Shrimp fettuccine Alfredo. That's that's my favorite. Oh, so you got? Did you get some? You got some good uh, Italian food up in Jersey, huh? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, the name the name of the place. Now that you say that, the name of the place is I'm I'm blinking on the name. I'm blinking on the name, but it was it was a lo- it was basically like a local shop right by the NBA. Oh my god, what is the name of the I got I gotta ask my NBA group chat what's the name of that spot we used to go to, man, because man, they used to have some bomb pasta. Oh my god, I, yeah, I'm, I just I'm, know I'm, it. I just know it's different than uh up here, it's different than. Oh down. yeah, the, oh and the, and the pizza. Oh man, oh man, yeah. But I'm from Connecticut. We have the best pizza, by the way, not New York or New Jersey. I've never been to Connecticut, so I can't, I can't, <laughs> I can't really. But when you're when you're around here, we're gonna we're gonna go try it. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'll take you to all the spots. There's, <laughs> three, there's three spots that if you look it up, it's like they're famous, and that's where they. You'll you'll see you'll probably see pizza after this now because like our phones are listening to us, and you're just gonna see like pizza ads. Right. <laughs> All right. Last one. What is uh, something people don't know about you? Something people don't know about me. Hmm. Uh, I'm an only child. I'm an only child, and uh, I play. I play the piano. I'm a. I'm a. I'm an old soul. I'm an old soul. Irvin and Fire. Irvin and Fire and Michael Jackson are my favorites. <laughs> well, I appreciate you coming on. And could you let the listeners know where they can follow you at? Yeah, so um, TikTok uh, just at Clifford. Um, my Instagram is at Clifford Taylor IV, and then my YouTube is at the Clifford Show, and Snapchat is at Cliff Taylor IV. So shortened up, but yep, there you go. 